stop what you're doing. Get on your air conditioner. Pump it if you have it. It's the Afternoons with Josh, Ken, and Amanda. A silly look at a serious world. It doesn't matter when you listen and or watch now live. It's always the afternoon. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the afternoon. So Josh, Cat, and Amanda, we are live on twitch.tv slash catnapsuck for those watching live or released as an audio podcast. It's original, well, second original intent. Uh, and I am in a Star Wars mask. Hello, Josh. Hello, Amanda. Hi, friends. How are you? Hey, buddy. I love your Darth Vader mask. I'm pretty jealous of that. Amanda has the um like the surgical ones which it really does flatter her eyes it kind of like oh, brings out her eyes is that oh. that surgical blue is actually really nice but i keep wearing like this this skiing balaclava that covers my whole face or like this headband that makes me look like i'm about to raid a drug compound right yeah uh the you know what the problem with the, the whether it's the vader one i have this other one here i have this uh, one that looks me makes me look like i'm in gi joe uh like i'm fighting for or i'm, I'm fighting for cobra yeah, um, yeah, yeah. The problem is, like today, was I had to run over to my uh, little uh, our our mailbox where if you guys want to mail stuff to, you can go to my uh, website canapsdoctor.com. It's listed on there, and yes. there was a lady behind me, and I knew I was gonna. It, it takes a while to mail some stuff, I, so I, I turned around to her and I gave her like the smile, like "Hey," but I realized I was in a mask, and she didn't. She actually didn't react to me. She just stared at me. <laughs> Yeah, it is very confusing yeah. when you have the mask on. I am used to smiling at people, and then now when I look at them and they look at me back like, like as if I'm I'm rude or something. I want to be like, oh no, I'm smiling at you, but let me just yeah. show you for a second. We you know what we got to do? We got to do that. We got to learn like sign language for smile. I know a lot of people who uh, who do like Roger Craig Smith went and uh, took sign language classes because he's a gentleman. Uh, we got to learn just like the international, like I'm smiling. I'm, I'm smiling under here. Please be nice. Please be nice. Well, uh, Amanda's sister got this mask. that's clear. Yeah. It's a clear, it's just a clear thing over her mouth. And she actually was stopped by a woman who said, um, where'd you get your mask? Because my mother is, um, is deaf and she can't read my lips through the mask, obviously. So she's like, I've been looking everywhere for a mask that is clear or shows my mouth. And my sister, funny enough, got it at a grocery store. So she's like, Oh, they gave it to me at a grocery store. I, I love that idea. That's a great idea. This see, we're all helping each other. Smiling with your eyes. Like, okay. So if I was smiling right now, you're doing that. Looks like, (laughs) looks like you're a psychopath. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> In our live chat, Kristen McGee and John Reese at the same time, at the same time, uh, said, smile with your eyes. And Josh is trying for audio listeners, and he looks like he's going to murder someone. Yeah, it's, it's really hard to smile with your eyeballs. Wait, That's are, why we have you, Are you, Josh, are you looking at the same thing that I just looked at, that Mark Ellis is texting us during a live show? Uh, I did see a text, and I don't know what. I, you know, this. I thought he loved this. I thought he loved this. Um, yeah, it was uh, you're smiling with the eyes. Was crazy. What's going on there? Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. If you guys notice that I look away for a second, it's because I ordered a fan to be delivered today, and oh. uh, he's he's currently shopping right now. So I'm waiting to see if there's any. Um, issues with my order because I, I just about chopped off my husband's head an hour ago. Oh, please don't. Because I am so irritable and hot. Irritable. You say irritable. 
uh, really nicely, really classy, irritable. Irritable. <laughs> every syllable spot on, Ken. Spot on. You guys don't watch Ghost Adventures, but the host Zach Baggins in the beginning, he says the word credibility. And he's like credibility, and it's just the <laughs> stupidest thing. Um, I'm doing a camera test. I got a second webcam, and I'm testing this for my Lego builds. This view is horrible. It's my nostril hair view, but it, it, you like the you like the two camera shoot. The gallery wall behind you. I know. It's all right. It's all right. It's all right. Count Drucker's here. Let me let me kind of describe what I'm seeing in okay. that second. In that in the in the okay. I'll, I'll I'll switch the camera here. Streamyard needs to have an actual switching device. I'm just doing a manual switch of the camera there. Right. Oh, okay. What do now you see? see? This one. This one again. Great composition in the background. All your Star Wars stuff. Mm. Uh, what is that? What are those glasses there? Which one? I remember seeing that in the old office. That's what's, what's that? almost famous. Almost famous. Almost uh, old friend uh, Alex uh, Schmo fan and uh, contributor Schmo's for a while got yeah. me that as a birthday gift. Going up there is a new piece of art. I got a new piece of art on up above. It's gonna fit right there. A little, little sideways. A little eight uh, eight by ten. Nice. Okay. Old so handsaw says that here? angle means means business. It does. The other thing that it's, is confusing is because you're looking not at the camera. Yeah. It really feels like you're just ignoring us. Yes. And, you, and you're kind of just listening. Like you're all, it's kind uh -huh. of like when I'm talking to Amanda and she's texting and I know she's not listening. Uh -huh. So I can legitimately be like, Hey, I fell down a well today uh -huh. and I made out with Sarah Jessica Parker's half dead body. Like she's like, Oh wow. That's amazing. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Count Truku was right. This is the beard cam angle. Yeah. Amanda, you don't ever do that though. I, I don't, I don't, I don't sense that you do that. I do. I, I really do. I'll admit it. I, I'm not a great multitasker when it comes to listening. Understatement of the century, not a great multitasker, not a multitasker. That's not true. I've always prided myself in being a multitasker. I really have. Everyone around me thinks I'm a great multitasker, but you. Well, multitasking meaning you can do many things at once, but one of those things that you cannot do is text and talk or pay attention. That's what I'm saying. I can't That's a lot. With communication, uh, but I can multitask. Uh, yes. By doing other things. This, yeah. this I could sense there's some underlying tension from the lack of fans in your house. I could just sense yeah. it. Honestly, <laughs> our pool closed. And we're just, I'm so hot. And What's I didn't even want to use the pool. I never use the pool. Right. But, but now that it's closed and it's 100 degrees, I am literally, I'm sweating in this chair right now. My shower didn't take. Oh, I really wanted to take the day off of drinking alcohol today because no. I thought, you know, give myself a little break. But right. now I can't. I just want like a nice cold one, you know? Margarita. You got to have a margarita now uh, or a beer. You uh, had a margarita pitcher, yes. Well, let me ask you you both this one. Was uh, was your pool open until today? Yeah. Yes. Because it was cold and nobody was actually using but it no or hanging out that way. Yeah. But now, but here's the thing, mm -hmm. and I'm not a doctor, and I'm not going to pretend like I'm <laughs> President Trump and talk like I'm a doctor. Okay? Huge. I don't, Huge. I don't but I will say that the pool is full of chlorine, okay? And the disease can't live in chlorine. I'm not touching anybody in the pool, I'm pretty sure. Once it leaves the body, it's not swimming in a pool. The pool is filtered. The chlorine gets through. Everybody, it's a big, beautiful pool. I, Stop. That is so disturbing. I love <laughs> that your, your Trump at one point veered into Kennedy. It, it did. It's and then it. came back. I can't do, I can't do it. Um yeah, I, I wouldn't. I, I wouldn't do it though. I wouldn't jump in that pool, man. Okay. Okay. I, I mean, 
even if given the opportunity, you you would jump into that that virus pool. I don't know. Yep. Would you? Would I mean? I'll be honest. Today would have been the day that I probably would have jumped in. Like after my workout, I was really sweaty and really hot and really irritated. I probably would have gone down there and just jumped in and then ran back into a warm shower because it is freezing. It's cold. But I can't. Yeah. And I, again, I would love to get a doctor's opinion like, hey, if we jump into a pool, like a chlorinated pool, and we're, mm. we're still six feet apart, because we're in the pool, can like the virus travel from my body to somebody else, else's body via a pool? That sounds, that, that tracks. That tracks. I think Neil deGrasse Tyson would say. say I want to do, yeah. I, I do all the right things, you know, that our yeah. government is yeah. telling us to do. And I am fully listening and I am not trying to protest or be yeah. anti-quarantine. Yeah, you're not a Karen. All. Yeah. And I want it to I want it to sort of play out the way it's supposed to. Yep. Um, but it it is getting to a point now where it feels like, okay, it's been long enough. Like, and it's not even that I want to go back to to chaos like back right. to this crazy you know chaotic life and traffic in la and all of that it's more so i want to be able to go visit my parents like i yeah. you know if there was just a way maybe to make testing more accessible for everyone and not just people who maybe have symptoms like i would love to go visit my parents but i Although I don't think I'm sick because I don't have symptoms, you right. don't know. And I couldn't live with myself if I, no. you know, went and visited my parents and then one of them got sick and I had no idea because I didn't have symptoms ever. I, yeah. There just isn't enough information out there. So if that has been the hardest part is like I would so easily just go run and get a test so that I could know for sure that I'm negative and then be able to go visit my parents or see my sister who's about to have a baby. Um, oh, oh, yeah. That is where it's starting to really weigh on me. Break you down. Not so much the like restaurants and bars aren't open. I don't yeah. care so much about that because we can still get food from a lot of them. But um, like Josh said, what's the first place you want to eat after all of this? Yeah. And I honestly couldn't give him an answer because I that I, oh, I'm not so much missing that. I, yeah, I'm yeah. I can still get the food that I want. It's more so I'm missing being able to yeah. actually see people, and by see them, I mean like sit at a dinner table yeah. or you know. That, know that's the breakdown. That's yeah. yeah. So I, it's, I'm yeah. starting to like go we, a little we just need like a change of pace when it comes to just being stuck here like i need something to kind of look forward to to like go somewhere but we don't have that ability we're right. just stuck here and we're i understand here. that like we're blessed that we're not sick yeah but like you said it would be great if we knew we were healthy and our parents were healthy and we can just go up to carmel for like a week you know what i'm saying Gotcha. I totally agree. I, I have to go up to my parents' house for for something, but I can't obviously. And because yeah, you don't. I don't want to. I don't want to get John Makuga sick. You, you know, I don't want to do that. I don't want to sure. do that, man. Um, I agree with all okay. that. This live comment coming in, I've got to read here. Uh, uh, the user's name is Oops Bloody Fart. I mean, <laughs> there's a story in every you name. What do you do with that? What do you do with that? It says, I'm a semi-truck driver, and I listen to all of your podcasts, even on other channels. You, you all keep me going while on the road. Thank you so much. I um, I want Oops Bloody Fart to send video proof of him um, 
of him uh, broadcasting the afternoons on the CB radio. Breaker, yes. breaker, breaker. Yes. It's the afternoons, yes. and he's just playing us through for everyone else to hear. It'd probably clog up some safety channels, but, you know. I have so much respect for truck drivers who do that. Yeah. Like, this constant route, coast to coast. That is... Large marge, man. Like, that's... Come that on. Is such a tough job. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I, but it would be awesome. Like, hey, y'all, this is, you know, this is Old Smokey. I don't know why Old Smokey's a great CV. Have eaten history 10 p.m. Wednesdays on history. Um, yeah. And he's just like, hey, you guys want to check out a great podcast? You guys want to check out in the afternoons with Josh Cannon and Amanda. It is the uh, silly look at a serious world. You guys want to be entertained all the way on the road from Albuquerque to LA to Pittsburgh to Washington, D.C. That's the podcast for you. All right, over now. Like, that's, what, <laughs> that's the one. That's it. That's it. Um, the door's here in chat. Itai wants us to create the story of uh, bloody farting truck driver. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, I think that's uh, that's one of those uh, that's one of those documentaries on Netflix. Uh, yeah. Thirty miles to the bathroom: the story of the bloody fart truck driver. It's a twelve-part series. Part it was <laughs> it was a cloudy day in early September, nineteen ninety-seven. When a truck driver hauling us potato chips farted and it was a little bloody. Ew, that is just. Eduardo Eddie Edward, as he was known to friends, was a truck driver of bananas, delivering, as Harry Chapin would once sing, 30,000 pounds of bananas into greater Pittsburgh areas. He uh, sat on what some would say was good for his back, his lumbar support, and upper neck support. But what they didn't realize was that therapeutic seated pillow actually made his farts bleed. He had stopped on the I-70 freeway at a restaurant called Paco's Tacos Jr., a smaller version of a sit-down restaurant just a town away. Tacos Tacos Jr., well known for their El Pastor and Carnitas. But on that night, Eddie Edwards got the carne asada. And guess what? His asada not too good. He was, <laughs> he was five miles from a city, said another truck driver who knew him. Uh, he was five miles. He was almost there at the end. He could have pulled off to the side of the road, parked his rig, and gone to the bathroom. But he just, there was a rumbling and a bumbling and a stumbling in his tummy. And he just, he just tried so hard, but he couldn't hold that fart in. Some may talk about sharks or all gas, no flame. But what they don't talk about are blurts. Not Paul Blart Mall Cop. No, no, no. We're talking about blurts. Those are bloody farts. Something to be serious about. Honestly, I think old bloody farts actually left the chat. <laughs> it was too close to home. It was too close to home. Uh, you know, he says, he says, I am here. I'm here. And you know what he's saying? You know, you know what he's saying, Amanda? He's like, no, nah, this is pretty much what happened. This is pretty much... <laughs> I was delivering bananas to uh, a city near Pittsburgh. What's a city near Pittsburgh, Josh? Uh, uh, no, uh, Altoona. Altoona. There you go. I was heading to Allentown, uh, uh, Altoona, uh, heading over from Allentown because uh, uh -huh. we're living here in Allentown. Right. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> yeah. um, I uh, I have a giant uh, cut abrasion 
bruise and sore on my right foot. Um, Josh or Amanda, ask how I got it. How'd you get it? I got mad and I kicked our fire pit. Oh, no. Barefoot or with a shoe? With a shoe. It's it's pretty bad. It's pretty bad. I'm well, glad on I... the bottom of your foot? On the top. On the top. <clears throat> I kicked it like I was Scott Norwood in the 90 Super Bowl. What could you possibly have been mad about when you were outside at that fire pit? I'll tell you what. It, it was a series of events. I'll tell you quickly. We had a hummingbird uh, settled into our backyard and built oh, a nest. And, Kenny was pissed at a hummingbird. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so the hummingbird built a nest, and Grace and I were very excited to have this hummingbird decide to start a family in our backyard. Then nature took its course. One day I hear Grace kind of screaming, and she had to witness a crow get on the branch and take out the eggs and eat it like it was an omelet at Denny's. So she was upset. We were hoping to get the hummingbird to come back. So we put up a sign for our gardeners that said, hey, please, there's a hummingbird nest right above here. Please don't. They... Uh, air uh, blew it or whatever. Uh, they blew it out of the tree. So now Grace is pissed. She's pissed, and I'm pissed. So we go out there and I and there the gardeners are gone. But I grab the the nest and I go and I grab one of our chairs in the backyard and I go to step on it. And there's a lot of a lot of negative energy flying around. I go up there and I fall through the chair, and and I got so pissed off with my it was my left ankle. I I drop kicked the chair in the fire pit and. <laughs> Grace says, give me, give me the nest, you monster. And, and uh, we didn't talk for an hour. Um, but the punishment, I can't walk right now. I can't even do, like, cardio. I have a giant, like, two-inch gash on the top of my foot. What, was it the fire pit or the chair? It, one, of, one of them. <laughs> Both. Okay, wait, okay. Can you, is it, is it asking too much for you to show your foot to the camera? All right, I'll try. It's, it's, it's gotten better. Okay. Gotten better. This happened on Monday. Because I have a similar kicking of fire pit story, but totally, totally okay. different and a long time ago. Okay. All right. Okay. This is disgusting. No one put I'm my no here. one put my feet on uh, the one of those feet websites that no uh, that. Uh, yeah. All right. There we go. Whoa! It's pretty bad. Yeah. It's pretty bad. Oh man, I was really picturing like. It's, the entire it's gotten better. It's it's gotten better. It, this is Monday. This is Monday, and I was in the middle of recording Four Center, and had to finish the Four Center episode. Uh, angry, <laughs> just angry. I have uh, you know I don't know what to say. Do I need okay. Josh? What 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 do I need to do? Okay, first of all, let me a similar story. So uh, I'm 15, eh, 16 years old. Yeah, sixteen years old. Okay, and I am. I'm lifeguarding at this pool in Pittsburgh. It's called Bower Hill Pool. Now, here's the funniest part about this. This is my first job ever outside of Honey Baked Ham. So I'd finally left the ham store, and now I was a lifeguard. And, you know, I trained. I you go to life, Honey Baked Ham. Lifeguard school. Honey Baked Ham, she doesn't realize that Honey Baked Ham built me into the man I am today. <laughs> okay. I hate ham. So. That's not true. I love ham. <laughs> I was gonna say you love bacon. I just don't the smell of that place. It's like the smell of Subway. The smell of honey baked ham and yeah. Subway makes me want to vomit. 
I mean, I do um, love a good ham and Subway, uh, a Subway sandwich. Anyways, I, I, I don't want to take away Josh's right. no, answer. No, no, And yeah. by the way, a good – one of my favorite hot lunches at school was when they would do the hot ham and cheese on the French toast, a.k.a. Oh, yeah. Monte Cristo, but they couldn't call it a Monte Cristo because Monte Cristo was is actually trademarked. You can't oh, yeah. call something on menu Monte Cristo unless you're actually at the place where they invented the Monte Cristo. I don't know if you know that. I did not know this. Yeah, because when I worked I at a – did not know place, this, Ed. When I worked at a place in New Jersey, we had a Monte Cristo on it one summer. And the next summer I went and I was like, why is it called the French Toast Ham and Cheese? I'm like, oh, the Monte Cristo company found out about it and sued us. <laughs> what? It's just like the so, NFL with the big game. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Right. Um, so I am, uh, I'm a lifeguard, right? And fast forward to the end of that summer. It's the only job I've ever been fired from, but it's not because of this, okay? Right, right. It's because there was nobody in the pool, but you still have to have a lifeguard on duty, and I was eating a large pizza, which I had delivered to work. <laughs> and apparently, you can't be eating pizza while you're lifeguarding. I don't know. Whatever, I got fired. <laughs> Listen, it's not like I got fired for doing, like, for, you know, like dating one of the moms whose kids I was teaching swim lessons or, like, breaking yeah. up a marriage or something. Yeah. I mean, you didn't get in trouble for that, but it doesn't mean you didn't do it, right? Yeah. Um, there's, so. there's, like, constantly military helicopters circling our apartment. Yeah, yesterday oh, right. it was, like, rattling the apartment. Yeah. Anyway, so... Um, so we, the funny part about this pool was all of the lifeguards were Catholic, right? Yeah. And all of the people that went to the pool were Jewish. I don't know why. Mm-hmm. I have no idea why. It was, it was a Jewish pool because there was a temple up the street, but there was also a Catholic church across the street. And a lot of the kids that grew up around there went to that church. And a lot of the, the members went to the, to the synagogue up the street. Again, I didn't go to either, but a friend of mine worked there and got me the job. Okay, okay. regardless. You have, an, you have an employee party every summer. Right. Yeah. 16, drinking is still like the coolest thing in the world, which is still pretty fun, right? Sure. Yeah. Love it. So we have this employee party, and there's a guy cooking burgers on like a hibachi on the ground. It's about, you know, this high off the ground. It's only, you know, yeah, it's small. And he can only cook about four burgers at a time. But there's only like 11 employees, so it's not like a big party or anything. Oh, man. Mm-hmm. But Amanda just yawned. My story is so boring. It's pretty good. So I'm I'm hammered, Ken. I'm hammered. I kick the hibachi on accident, and it basically lights my foot on fire. I still have a scar about that long on the bridge of my foot from kicking the hibachi. Ken, it didn't get better for about two months. Fast forward to the end of that night. That was the first time my parents caught me drinking. I was grounded for the entire month of August. I was 16. And that, that scar is your penance. That your, the scars to remind you of the sins of your past. Uh, that's, it's, that'll it's be. covered a little bit with hair now. I mean, you can't yeah. really see it, but I can show it to you the next time I see you in person. Yeah, absolutely. Um, uh, we got some calls in the second half of the show. It's going to be a lot of fun. Amanda, have you kicked any kind of uh, cooking device? Uh Never kicked any sort of cooking device. I did have a sculpture fall on my head, but no other serious injuries. I had an iron fall on my head as a kid, straight in, almost took, should have gone straight to my brain. Yeah, it's one of my earliest memories. <laughs> that look on your face is. What kind of iron? Like an iron. Like an iron. I was probably like five or six and I'm standing next and my mom's going into a closet. I don't know what she was doing. I'm again, I'm five or six. And, um, all of a sudden she, she's like, Oh God. And I hear like a run. I look up and an iron goes, Woo! and I like move down and like hit the top of my head. Yeah. It was an early, one of my earliest memories. Oh, that, man. that explains. Yeah. 
I had to shave a little bald spot in my head to get stitches. I was nine. Yeah. I, was, uh, I was very irritable, mm-hmm. and my mom had this horse sculpture on top of my TV in my room, and underneath uh, where the TV was on or was a little dresser that had you know some of my clothes. But I couldn't find something, and I was really upset, and I, which is not uncommon yeah. for me to get yeah. um, frustrated or like irritated. That. So I was very irritated and I slammed the drawer because I couldn't find whatever I was looking for. And it shook the TV, obviously. And on top of the TV fell this freaking horse sculpture and bashed me on the head. And I just start screaming and my mom runs in and I am just bleeding down my face. And she's oh. like, uh, okay, hold on. And so she run, puts my head underwater yeah. to find where the blood's coming from, like to find the cut. And then she calls the pediatrician and he says, bring her here right now. Yeah. And we went there and he, they had to like hold me down on the table because I was in so much pain and I didn't want them to stitch me up. Um, And they couldn't like give me, they couldn't like numb me or anything. So they just kind of held me down. They shaved my head and then gave me stitches. And to this day, I have like a lumpy scar up here. But I thought I was Sexy. so cool. When I went back to school, yeah. I thought I was so cool that I had a bald spot in my head because I had stitches and I uh, I was okay. It was not cool. Nobody thought I was cool. Uh, your means uh, old hands on the chat says your username is now oops, bloody scalp. Uh, and, and this is why, Josh, I don't know if you know this. The, uh, this is why on some uh, Tuesdays at 5 p.m., the time of the injury, Amanda can uh, tune in AM talk stations through her teeth. <laughs> that was the most perfectly landed dad joke of all time. Of all time. Yes. There are certain Tuesdays when Oops Bloody Scalp and Oops Bloody Fart join together on a CB radio and talk about their Oops Bloody occasions. Oh, uh, man. Uh, I wish I had more energy for today's show. It's 107 in here. It's 107 right now. I'm so hungry, and I just want you guys to know I didn't make a lunch this time because oh, I yeah? know it was food that That's I was eating last time. So yeah. I didn't make a lunch list this time. Instead, I'm just trying to drink my fire hydrant water, yeah. and I'm starving. Okay. Okay. I, I could turn on my. I'm going to turn on my air conditioning. Let me know if this affects the show. That's actually not too bad. Uh, yeah. I, I thought that was going to be funnier. Yeah, <laughs> I'll be honest. Thought that was gonna be funnier. John Reese, I do eat lunch. Actually, that's a lie. I don't always eat lunch before four. It's kind of like just depends on how my day goes. My day has gone. If, sorry, I realized John Reese just asked if I, yeah. I don't that I don't eat lunch before four o'clock. It I was, usually do. Today was kind of a busier day. It was. He. I'll be honest. It was kind of accusatory from John. Yeah. You don't eat lunch before 4 p.m.? What are you, uh, what are you, an Amish person? I don't know why the Amish people, they usually, I think they had a late breakfast, They'd probably eat lunch early. No, okay, but I would also like, and I'm not trying to throw Amanda under a semi-truck here. See, it's all truck references Uh, today. uh, Here we go. Okay. Uh, 
Amanda wrapped her workout at about three o'clock. Now I will tell you what I've been doing all day and it's hurting my back trying to finish the world's most impossible puzzle that is driving me absolutely effing bonkers. Okay. But I'm going to finish this. I am a man of my words and I have until midnight tomorrow Tomorrow. to finish this puzzle. And And if it's it's not, it's boxed up, it's gone. It's gone. Wow. Amanda, you put down a, you put down a time lock on them? I enforced a deadline because yeah. I'm sick of it taking over my coffee table. Yeah. Um, I I'm, I think that's bold. I love that. Uh, Kristen McGee wants to hear more Amish facts from uh, uh, me, but I think it's from the team. Uh, here's an Amish fact. They call a helicopter a donkey with wings. <laughs> I believe their pies are made from the souls of those that don't believe. That's why they taste so good. <laughs> Uh, yeah, uh, on every Sunday at 11 p.m., they get together, uh, and have a, uh, uh, pick it is stupid. I don't know what am I, do- what am I doing? I don't have All of their favorite movie is Kingpin and they've never seen it. That's true. Kingpin's Kingpin is one of the underrated funny really movies. Is. Number one, my hairstyle is currently designed after Bill Murray in that movie. So, um, <laughs> And I'm proud I of it. The first time I saw, the first time we like we slept together yeah. in the same room. Yeah. Uh, yeah. When you woke up and you're like, "Hey, man," I was like, "Whoa, big earn, take it." <laughs> Ernie McCracken, my hair, and I'm kind of embracing it. Like I'm not shaving my head. Uh, you know, I'm I'm going. I want it to be big earn McCracken. Yeah. It just that's that's one of my favorite movies. I'm sorry, I'm, I I want to apologize to the Amish. I've started that joke, and I was like, I don't want to make fun of these good people. By the way, they're probably the only ones not sick right now in our country. True, or they are, but they don't go to doctors. They only the only advice they do is from a goat named Ted that lives in the middle of town. That's He's good. not only their doctor, but their dentist and cardiologist that's, as well. That's so. that's great. Actually, in chat, Ranger Donald uh, has a better story than us. I had an Amish person flip me off once. Uh, <laughs> that's, that's yeah. Well, I want to yeah, know in, that story. Amish, the middle finger is like smiling with your eyeballs. This <laughs> it's, is their it's, it's craziness. Uh, we're going to take a quick break. We're going to take a quick break. On the other side of this break, we've got some calls. And then uh, we are going to have an NFL draft preview from Amanda McCuga on the other Ooh, side nice. of this Whoa. break. But if you're watching along live on Twitch, you get to stick around like it's the satellite feed from an NFL game in 1995 and watch the announcers talk during the commercial break. I've got to change files. We'll be back on the afternoons with Josh Cannon and Amanda. A silly look at a serious world. It doesn't matter when you listen. If you made the excuse that you haven't been able to eat because you didn't have enough time to shower and or just putz around on your phone for 35 minutes. It's always a nag. Why We Love Star Wars by Ken Napsok is a collection of little love letters to the greatest saga ever told, and a personalized copy can be yours today. Just go to KenNapsok.com and choose the Shop tab. There, you'll find options to purchase exclusive poster art designed by movie trivia Schmodown star Janine Bryce, a signed copy of Why We Love Star Wars, and collector Napsok file cards. Already have a copy of the book but still want an author signature? Then check out the book plate package. Get a signed book plate sticker and a 3D printed keychain sent straight to your spaceship. Go to KenNapsok.com for pricing and shipping information.
Welcome back to the Afternoons with Josh, Ken, and Amanda. Thank you to everyone watching live. We do it a day before on twitch.tv slash But release this as an audio podcast so that everyone can enjoy it forever, forever, forever. Unless you're Amish, then you are not listening to this podcast at all. They call podcasts campfire stories. Um, so there we go. Uh, welcome back to uh, the Afternoons. Uh, I'm Ken. Uh, that's Josh. That's Amanda. Hello. How are you, friends? We're great. Hey, everybody. I don't remember. Someone said I'm braless. How did you know? Who said that? <laughs> Who said you're braless? The door. says Amanda's pretty. I'm pretty. Thanks so much. But also, she said, and all am braless. But I'm braless. How did she know? <laughs> I think it's just assume. I think it's something we could assume. And I always am. It sounds about right. You are. Uh no we no no we can just assume it in a pandemic in a quarantine in a lockdown not a lot of bras being used right now and that's uh, totally yeah. acceptable that's that's encouraged even mm. yeah all right we're the back here. Wonder over yeah. here oh, Mandy Oaks the Mandy, wonder Mandy Oaks they uh they call her uh they call her hate and Ashbury because uh <laughs> it's, it's an intersection of freedom personal freedom. <laughs> Can you know what they call bras in the Amish? What's that? <laughs> titty wranglers. They call them titty wranglers. And yep. uh, the that, Amish do not call breasts titties. Yeah, that, yeah they do. That's, that, that's, that's high German. Yeah, they call high, high German. It's high German it's titty like, is high German for breasts. It's like high <laughs> high Valerian. That actually was a deleted scene from the movie Witness. Uh, Harrison Ford uh, discovers that Kelly McGillis is like, could you, could you take off my titty wranglers? Is that what a, is that what they call it? It's it's either that or I think the Mennonites call them nipple hammocks. But that's kind of it's, it's you know you know. That's what it is. Banana, yeah. banana hammocks yeah. too. Um, all right. Uh, we're uh, not at the time of this recording. If you're listening here on uh, Friday, uh, the, the, the first round of the NFL draft has always happened. Uh, the NFL yeah. draft is, and we are, we initially were more of a sports focused podcast. We weren't just about sports. We talked about it a lot. Um, uh, the NFL draft is here tonight, and what's interesting about this NFL draft is it's going to be like fantasy drafts everywhere. Everyone's going to be in their own, uh, you know, locations. I'm assuming, right, Josh? Uh, with via webcam, they're going to be basically live streaming, right? Yes, yes. Um, I was told a very funny thing is that you know uh, Jerry Jones, the owner of the Dallas Cowboys, he yeah. pays scouts and coaches millions every year to scout talent, but he is drafting the team by himself tonight. Nobody is bothering him. It's just Jerry what? Jones. Yep. Oh, that's awesome. That's really cool. Um, good job, Jerry. Good job, Jerry. Um, yeah, so... Um, and Amanda, huge NFL fan. She was very yep. uh, intrigued by the you know the fantasy auto-draft thing, and she's done her research, and she's here right now, Ken, I believe. Yep. The Amanda Makuga, Mandy Oaks, the Amanda No Show, Yep. NFL Draft Preview. Amanda, take it away. Yep. Amanda, what do you got for the draft preview tonight? <laughs> okay. Amanda is awesome well, improv, guys. If you can't tell, she's fantastic. If she was teaching improv class, she'd be like, all right, and now is the time when you're supposed to talk, okay? I don't even know how drafts go, so how am I supposed to fake it? Okay, go ahead. So the Steelers, um, uh, what do you think the Steelers uh, yep. should pick? Oh, oh, I definitely think the Steelers should go with Anderson. He's coming in hot from Kentucky. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. Big, yeah. big name. All those yep. teams want him. Um, mm hmm Mm -hmm. And then I don't know. Well, I dolphins have dolphins have the fifth overall pick. My dolphins. Who, who do you got, Amanda? Who do you got them taking? 
Oh, geez. This is a tough one. I'm going to go uh, Jason Erlinger. He sounds like a pretty uh, great one. I think he's out yeah. of Alabama. Mm. If yes. Yes. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. What position he playing? Yeah. What, what, what's Erlinger's position? Oh, he's a wide receiver. Oh, he's yeah. fast. He is oh. like... He is like faster than Antonio Brown in his prime. Yeah, mm. just mm-hmm. just what just what the Dolphins needed is another uh, deep threat wide receiver. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And exactly. then I'm thinking Tampa Bay; they're getting Brady. So I'm a little worried though because there's this other hot quarterback that Tampa Bay seems to be looking at. Oh, really? His name is, yeah. His name is Leo. Graftenhauser. Oh, oh, Graftenhauser. That guy threw three touchdowns in on one play for uh, his uh, team. What's his team again? What's Gra- Who's Graftenhauser play for in college? I think he's college. from Ohio. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh. Leo Graftenhauser from the Graftenhauer, Graftenhauser football family. Mm-hmm. His dad, Leonard Graftenhauser, played for Ohio State and then later yep. the Cleveland Browns. And his uncle, Theo Graftenhauser, Leo and Theo, yeah. Theo Graftenhauser, a hell of an offensive tackle for the Detroit Lions. 1981 through 1994, all pro, 91, 92, and 93. And uh, Leo Graftenhauser's great-great-grandfather, Buck Graftenhauser, actually played professional football in 1912 when uh, they used a, a bucket, a, a empty bucket of uh, apple, uh, like a bushel, uh, for a helmet. Uh, he ran for uh, five yards and led the league in 1912. Very, very true. And his... Uh, his great great grandfather was one of the ushers, one of the forefathers of the modern NFL. When he took a cleat to the eye, lost his left eye, but continued to play. Mm-hmm. And after that, he thought maybe we should take away four-inch metal spikes from the cleats because it just wasn't safe. Yeah, and Graftenhauser's uh, great aunt Mabel Graftenhauer was actually uh, Pete Rozelle's first uh, secretary when he became the commissioner of the NFL. Very true. Wow. It's very true. And what do we? Think- what are we thinking about this uh, new hot recruit, Ladarius oh. Wallace, coming out of LSU? Ladarius I mean, Wallace. I think, I, I don't know, I see San Francisco in his future, potentially. <laughs> yes, it, it looks like a great fit for the Niners. Uh, uh, that sounds uh, that sounds perfect, man. That's a great choice. Um, yeah. Who do you have? Now, uh, yeah. Amanda, I know, is a big fan of a lot of the defensive recruits. Do you have any uh, picks for cornerback or safety, maybe outside linebacker, perhaps an edge rusher? You got any picks on that? Oh. Let me think about this. Um, (laughs) Yes, actually. uh, Martin, I can't really pronounce his name. Mm Mm-hmm. Stufenhaus. Stufenhaus. Yes, Martin Stufenhaus. Marty Stufenhaus. Ken, yeah. you know Marty Stufenhaus. Oh, Martin, Marty Stufenhaus. Great, great, great football name, man. Great Hello, high motor, mm-hmm. yeah. good, good brain power, awesome off the edge. Fourteen sacks last year for yeah. the Boise State Fighting Broncos. Right. Uh, hell of an edge rusher. I know that you were. You've been high on him all season. So yeah, um, yeah, and he's pretty. Too, so not not bad. Yeah, uh, Mandy Oaks, who by the way, a Mel Kiper Jr. actually tried to once steal her notebook at a Applebee's to get get his notes. Uh, um, mm-hmm. uh, Amanda, the the uh, Las Vegas Raiders uh, might be on the clock very soon, right? Who do you have the Raiders taken? Oh, yeah. right, the Raiders. The oh, Raiders. We're going to Vegas. This is going to be a tough one because I think a lot of these young kids are going to want to be rushing to Vegas. Because it's a party town. Yep. Uh, but I actually think it's going to end up being Jason Wallington. Oh, another Jason. A lot of Jason. 
Yeah. Was there another Jason that I mentioned? No, oh, yeah, Jason Erlinger, the kid from Jason <laughs> Erlinger. Yeah. Oh yeah. Well, Jason was a common name in yep. eighteen years ago. Ah, yes. yeah. Actually, I think it was the top name, top baby name that year. Yep. Oh, yep. A lot of lot of people stooping eighteen years ago, like the name Jason. <laughs> and I believe there's an Amish kid coming out of Penn State this year. His, oh yeah. Uh, parents raised him just building barns and and baking pies and building furniture. Yeah. Little do they know that he found a football one day in town and a couple of yeah. local ruffians taught him how to play and right now i believe he is the number one safety on the board out of penn state oh, from yeah. lancaster pennsylvania man where do you think he's gonna go and what is his name yeah oh you know what i think his name is randall uh randall randall lincoln randall lincoln <laughs> oh yes uh, yes, yes. Uh, uh, named after uh, not the president, uh, but named after uh, the uh, founder. Yeah, the founder of the car. Uh, and Wellington is going to the Raiders. You said right? Uh, yeah, Jason, Jason Wellington. Jason Wellington. The okay, yeah, and, and Randall Lincoln. Randall Lincoln uh, will be go out of Penn State. The top-rated safety more than likely will fall to right. the. Yeah, to the Packers uh, late in the first round. That, late in the first, the first ever uh, open Amish football player, openly Amish football player, going to the Packers seems right. Yeah, yeah and he escaped. I mean, he, I think he actually may have been a had a cameo on the Escaping Amish reality show. Yes, and there was a lot of controversy there on that, whether well, he would go. He yeah. would. That that he would go. <laughs> that that's actually how how Randall Lincoln got discovered by some uh, big college scouts because on that ep one yeah. of the episodes he was like 13 14 and he intercepted a uh, thrown ham um, that uh, a rival Amish family was trying to steal from his family during a barn building uh, a barn raising and uh, one of the uncles threw the ham to like his nephew and Randall like intercepted the ham and ran yeah. they called it a uh, uh, a pick pig and he ran all the way back to the house and he uh and he spiked it actually and they were like this kid might play the, the other thing that's crazy about randall lincoln is though he's gotten out of uh you know the amish culture and he has accepted electronics he doesn't accept live streaming devices he mm -hmm. thinks that that's the government uh getting into our brain so i believe yeah. he will be yelled from a foghorn outside of uh, the Packers outside of Lambeau Field just yelled from a fog harm with the 22nd overall pick, the Green Bay Packers, like Randall, Randall, Lincoln, Lincoln, safety, Penn State. And then I'm told it, he, he pushes an entire giant hay bale up yeah. a hill. Just oh, up a hill. It's just going to be great. All right, Amanda, um, your, um, your final uh, pick here for the most overlooked player of the draft who will have the biggest mm -hmm. impact in the NFL. Who's your pick yeah. this year? What team do you think he'll, he'll, he'll go to? Uh, okay, I'm going to say Danny Romo, who is actually a nephew of Tony Romo. Mm, that's a player, uh, yes. And he's been under the radar, and no one's really known about him, but he just popped up this year as a really hot ticket item. <laughs> <laughs> and I think he's going to end up going Kansas City. Oh, Danny the Chiefs Romo. could use Danny Romo. What, what position did you say he played? Sorry, I missed that. Um, he is a middle linebacker. Oh, that is definitely a position on a team. Yes, Danny Romo. I love. I love this, Amanda. This we're gonna do this every year. The Amanda Makuga NFL Draft Preview is the highlight of uh, of a lot of things. As as Kristen McGee says in the live chat, a real hot ticket. 
that Danny Romo. And as is your your draft analysis here. Um, all right, uh, we do uh, the draft is starting. I assume I know Josh McCuga wants to sit down and eat some uh, pork rinds uh, while watching it here. But I want to get to these calls. We got a few calls coming in here. I have to just for those listening. I have to take a setting off. I have to press a button so Josh and Amanda can hear uh, the thing. So you might hear sometimes. Uh, sometimes there's a little echo. Apologize. We apologize for that. All right, so here we go. I'm going to bring up the uh, – so you don't stare at our faces uh, while we uh, look at a call, while we listen to a call. Here's the first call of the day coming in from John Reese. Hey, Josh. Ken, Amanda. John Reese again. Just wanted to say that I hope you all are staying safe and healthy and keeping sane with the self-isolation. And, Amanda, I hope you don't hate me, but I have to say Josh and Ken are completely right about – conserving dishes and minimizing things you need to clean um, salads or whatever you're making unless you're entertaining friends or family uh, you know visitors and whatnot lick the spoon clean and reuse it it's just you and and people you know and love well uh, that's all I hope you guys continue to stay safe and thanks for keeping the show going Bye, everyone. That's uh, that's uh, John Reese. He's right here, Amanda. You gotta have to. You're gonna have to face that fact. You lick the spoon clean and share it with Josh. I'll give him that. Okay, it does conserve water, so I'm fine. I will not take out so many all right, that's fair. That's fair, John. We appreciate that call there. Uh, yes. We we got another call coming in here. This one, uh, this one's uh, this one's a. Uh, I'll just read the title. My two year old sharts. Okay. Hey, Josh, Ken, Amanda, this is Jay. Um, just calling in. I was listening to the latest uh, episode of the Afternoons, and it reminded me of an old episode of the Afternoons when you guys were talking about Along Came Polly. And I love Philip Seymour Hoffman in that movie also. But most importantly, my two-year-old has trouble sometimes with his F sounds. So... When he farts, he will say he sharted, and I think it is the most hilarious thing ever. And unfortunately, I think that he's going to start saying his Fs properly soon. So, yeah, that's a, a gem that I'm going to lose in my life. But for now, I have it. And uh, every time the little guy passes gas, he lets me know he sharted. <laughs> All right. Uh, Amanda, you're the one who really wants to have a child in this lockdown. Are you ready for a, a baby shark? Uh, yeah. I am. Bring it on. Bring it on all the time. Uh, how much? so adorable. Yeah. When kids, specifically two to three-year-olds, are, because they're already having, like, adorable high voice. Right. And then they can't pronounce all of their letters. It is so cute. It is really It's like adorable. when they can't say their L's. Yeah. Oh. And then to follow that up, uh, first of all, Kyle says, uh, oops, two-year-old shard is, is his username now. And then oops, bloody fart follows up by saying two-year-old shards turn into 35-year-old bloody farts. We got a lot of things going on in the show today. I'll tell There's you that much. a lot of weird. A lot of things. A lot of things. All right. This is, uh, this, is my, this is the final call of the day here uh, from Jeremy. Here we go. Hey, Amanda, Josh, and Ken. It's Jeremy from Winnipeg, Manitoba, calling. i got a bit of a question for you. So I recently moved into a new place by myself. Uh, before that, I lived in a house with three other guys. Before that, just living with other guys in another place. And, well, I found myself with two scatter cushions somehow. I don't remember how I got them. I've got a worse track record than Ken, and I've never had a girlfriend. And 
Well, I'm just wondering, like, do these things reproduce asexually or like if I put them both on the same couch, will I get buried in them or what? I don't know. Uh, Amanda, I was hoping maybe you can help me and explain it to me what the deal is with these. Uh, anyways, keep up the good work, guys. Love what you do and stay safe. Bye. <laughs> All right. Um, yeah, scatter cushions, Amanda. Yeah, Amanda, what do you what do you know about the scatter cushion mating rituals? I, uh, you know, funny enough, I would say that no, scatter cushions do not breed. However, uh, we we have quite a few, so now I'm starting to question it. Um, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But if you ended up, if he, if Jeremy ended up with scatter cushions somehow. Everyone needs a scatter cushion. He should embrace it. And yes, put them on a couch, make them look nice, fluff them up. Um, and also living alone is, is really exciting. And it's also can be scary. And if this is his first time living alone, especially right now, this is like probably feels like the worst time to live alone, but enjoy every second because the grass is always greener. And I think everyone should live alone at some point. Everyone should. Josh, uh, thoughts on this and the scatter cushion? Well, I, I'm, I want to kind of uh, piggyback off the fact that grass is always greener. You should, everybody should live alone at one point. I'm guessing a man is taking, that's a shot, Ken. Is that a man <laughs> is taking a shot? That, that I'm just that saying, don't, you know, if you're living alone or you feel lonely, listen, yeah. I love my husband, but his breathing bothers me at this point. So just be... <laughs> Be grateful. In my defense, I'm a very quiet breather. I just so happen to breathe very loudly when I eat hot foods, like sure. hot. But it's, it's like spice, a, not sure, that's fair. It's not like a. It's like a. Yes, it's like a. It's that. It's I know like, what it is. It's like. <sighs> I'll tell you though. Um, I disagree with this idea that uh, scatter cushions don't uh, mate. I I did watch a documentary on uh, the Discovery Channel about this. Uh, it was great. Uh, the VO very just sets it up. Every fall, the scatter cushion makes its way to the den to fuck, and it just goes from there. And it just it's a great uh, it's a great story about scatter cushions reproducing. You guys should check Everybody. it out. Everybody knows that spontaneous generation was a thought in, you know, the medieval times that, that animals just appeared out of nowhere and they didn't have to, you know, there wasn't a mating process that spontaneous generation just happened. And that, that doesn't hold true for most things in the, in the, in the actual animal kingdom. When it comes to throw pillows slash scatter cushions, cushions. they do mate, they do breed because somehow when Amanda first moved in, we only had about six uh, throw pillows. Now Mm -hmm. we have close to 30. They're in closets. They're all over beds, all over couches and benches. And uh, you know, the, these scatter cushions, they, they just continuously grow and grow. They get they get new colors. They get new shells. They're kind of like hermit crabs. They crawl out of old yes. ones and into new ones. Yes. You know what? If the scatter cushions are mating, all the more reason to wash and dry yours. So mm-hmm. That's true. Put them in a dryer. Put them in a dryer indeed. Well, uh, um, watch those dirty things. Watch them. I think we've done it. I think we've successfully created content in a lockdown again. Uh, been a lot of fun. Uh, the NFL draft's coming up. Uh, a lot of things. Josh, you've got some great shows lined up uh, on your channel. Uh, what, what you, you got Jocelyn Davis to, uh, tomorrow, actually later today, if you're listening to the podcast on Friday, right? Yep. Friday, uh, 3 p.m., Jocelyn Davis live on the Josh McCougar Show YouTube channel doing a Josh McCougar Show. I'm doing a, uh, doing a few of these, actually, which is a lot of fun. Yep. Uh, that'll be at 3 p.m. And then Saturday night, uh, me, you, and Mark Ellis are doing some bar trivia. Yeah, Saturday um, night, Saturday, Saturday. Yeah. And, 
And before that, we're doing a family Josh party where that should not get heated and people won't yell at each other. That's Ugh, true. Yikes. That's that's oh, true. Sunday, Heather McMahon is coming on the Josh Makuga show. You guys yeah. may follow her on Instagram. And then Monday, Jeff Kanata from D- Dungeon Run oh. coming on the Josh Makuga show. So three awesome Kanata. episodes of the Josh, Josh Makuga show. Yeah. And then taking a little break, uh, you know, we've got a bunch of content up there on the channel. And then, you know, Eating History this Wednesday, again, brand new episode, 10 p.m. Right. And also, if you live in the Portland area, I'm going to be on the radio tomorrow. Uh, hold on, let me check the station real quick. Real Portland. Quick. Um, you talk go ahead talk real quick, real quick. Uh, oh, okay well um i'll they'll be i'll be back for more nfl hot ticket yeah. drafts yeah next uh, week 99.5 the wolf portland's country rock 95.5 the wolf portland's country rock we've got all the country hits you need and josh McCuba. The wolf. yeah we're gonna get some post-draft analysis from amanda um uh, we're gonna get that next week um i've got fire and wine tomorrow night here on twitch.tv lego build on uh sunday uh stream uh, with ellis uh and then uh, the normal shows i do uh could you do me a favor josh uh when jocelyn's on your show um, yes. ask her about how, when I worked at screen junkies, how I would bother her and Aaron Robinson every day and keep them from working by just stopping by their office and saying hi. And they I were will. so sweet, but I was always like, hi. And they were clearly working and they just allowed me to talk for a minute before I finally was like, okay, bye. And just went down the hall. <laughs> oh, the good old days when we had jobs and offices and human <laughs> contact. That's right. I don't remember it. I don't ever. I don't either. Uh, or ever. All right. So apologies to the Amish. Uh, this was episode 102 of uh, The Afternoons with Josh, Ken, and Amanda. A silly look at a serious world. It doesn't matter when you listen. Amanda's getting hangry. It's always The Afternoons. Jason Grafton are going number one. You heard it here first. Yeah. <laughs> He's in.